Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy! I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler-Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on... And around... A bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Morning, Kelly. Well, hello, Malin. I know this is a special time for you as your favorite time of year is approaching us now. We are through the daylight savings time change and barreling towards Christmas. We are. It is exciting. It is exciting. I know we have to get through another holiday first. Right. Um, So do you celebrate Thanksgiving at all or you just sort of you got the blinders on? I, I celebrate it, but I, you know, it's just it's just something I see as I have to get through it before I get mm-hmm. to the good stuff. So well, John and I are actually doing Thanksgiving early. We're doing it this weekend so we can just get to Christmas faster. Oh, that's so fun. And have you already got a tree picked out and everything like that? Or I guess it's harder to do that. Well, no, I've talked to my guy at the lot and he's keeping an eye out for the one that I've requested. And I'm going to be there day one. The one that you've requested. So are you scouting these online ahead of time or are you just know I, there's a shape and a size that I need? Yeah, that's right. I have a list of specs that I give him and he hmm. knows to keep an eye out for one of those and to, you know, tag it, just put my name on it. Sorry, don't mean to get too into the weeds on this, but I'm really out of touch with Christmas tree culture. Is there an additional fee? Is there a scouting fee that you pay for this man to provide the service or he's just a friend, he's happy to do it? Or This is embarrassing, but this is one of the few things that I kind of use my fame for. Uh-huh. He's a riding around fan, and so he's happy to do it for me. And I hate to say it, I'm happy to let him. <laughs> you and I have never used our fame that much. Oh no, I use it sparingly, and this is this is one of those times. Sure, it's rare. Yeah, I mean, a discounted gap here, or you know, a hair, haircut there, but <laughs> exactly, no, never, and never in the way I think we both could have. Certainly in in the heyday of the show, and maybe now again, now that it's getting so repopularized. So. Yeah, probably post podcast, we're back in that sort of echelon, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wouldn't want to wouldn't want to sort of abuse that, you know, the way that some famous people do. (laughs) I would hate to be them, you know. No. Yeah. God, sick. Well, I'm very excited about today's episode. We're recapping with a friend of ours we haven't seen in a while. Really long time. Yeah. Yeah. He is an actor. He guest starred in this episode we're recapping today, season two, episode nine. Please welcome the podcast, Jack Quellen Bissett. Hi. Wow. I can finally get in here. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, For those who are listening at home, we do keep our guests in a holding room and ask that they not speak until we have brought them on. And then we do our top of show banter and chit chat with each other. And sometimes we get a little carried away like we did today. So (laughs) very sorry for the wait, Jack. Yeah, Sorry about that. Do you have thoughts on, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, trees, anything like that you want to hop in there with? Uh, Incredible holidays. Both of those. Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, a touchy subject these days. So mm. I prefer not to say anything about that. Sure. Uh, Christmas trees. Yeah, I'd say the bigger, the better. My wife and I um, trying to get an eight footer into the house this year. And uh, oh. we'll oh. see. 
We'll okay, see. you and your wife are my kind of people then. I love to hear that. An eight-footer, wow. If I had the ceilings, I, I would do it. Well, listen, we were trying to figure out, Malin and I, as we were, we were so happy that you responded to our producer's email to do the show, mm-hmm. trying to remember when is it the last time that the three of us maybe would have all been in the same room? I feel like, you know, you remember uh, that 70s show? I feel like we were at a party with all those kids, you know, up in the hills. Uh, yes. Oof. Okay. <laughs> Wild night. Uh-huh. You remember that, or maybe uh-huh. you don't. <laughs> well, I do. I do remember my husband. Let's say my husband was DD that night because <laughs> yeah, dead drunk. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whirling around those car keys, and we were all like, "Oh boy, those hills!" Right. Yeah. Because yeah. this is pre-Uber days. I mean, yeah. I continually yeah. have to remind myself how long ago it was that we shot this. Mm-hmm. 2006. Mm-hmm. I do remember Mila just being the biggest yeah. sweetheart. Oh my God. She so is just inc- an incredible yeah. person. Yeah. And her and Ashton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally together. Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 On the show, off the show. That's when you know it's special. When it's yeah. on the show and then it's off the show. It's got to exist in both places. Yeah. For it to yeah. be. Uh, yeah. I think for it to be a really. The full mm-hmm. thing. The full relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sometimes feel like my relationship isn't the full one because we've never had an on-camera relationship. And I can't help but wonder what that, how that might improve my marriage. Absolutely. You know, the shadings that would give it when you kiss on screen, you sort of forced to kiss over and over again. Mm. Like kind of how it deepens the relationship, right? Having people come in there, you know, talk to you, talk you through a kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. definitely. So, Jack, remind me, is your wife an actress? Did you two meet on set? Um, we did not meet on set. We did meet in an acting class. Okay. So that can't, I think that is almost there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she's the kind, she's very focused on her craft. She's an incredible, incredible actor. I like to say actor. She was, she picked out this beautiful scene for us to do from uh, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. And I said, you know, let's do this one. And I, and I picked out, um, you know, a scene from Basic Instinct, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a, a little more hot and heavy. Uh, and that was the first time we touched was uh, in that, in, in that acting class. Oh, and, wow. you know, the sparks wow. Flew. The sparks flew. That's got to feel electric. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never dated an actor, and I got to say, yeah, what a fun, just, uh, you know, it's like if you think of your relationship as a house mm-hmm. that you're exploring all the rooms of together, of having course. acted together and even potentially made love on screen would just add an extra wing to the house, I think. Yeah, heighten those ceilings a little bit, if you know what I mean, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring in that eight-foot tree. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I wish, I wish it were that big. <laughs> uh, well, listen, how did you... Do you remember how you got hired on Riding Around? Yeah. So at the time, Brian Singer was uh, throwing (laughs) pool parties pretty Mm -hmm. regularly. And uh, I was uh, lucky enough to sort of snag an invite to a few of those. And uh, one of your producers, associate producer on the show, uh, I believe his name was Mark, uh, sort of, you know, cornered me. um, Uh, Sounds like Mark. Yep. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Can't take no for an answer, Mark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Um, So he sort of cornered me upstairs and said, I got a perfect part for you. And, you know, and that's what I was there at the party to do, you know, to make connections, to make, to book gigs. Um, You know, I've always felt in Hollywood the real audition happens outside of the audition room. So um, that's how I got connected. So true. It's who you know. It's funny because I think to an outsider, these Hollywood parties look like fun. 
And sure, sometimes they are. That 70s show party we went to, yeah, that was fun. But it's also work. It's Mm -hmm. also where you're making those connections and, yeah, auditioning in the real world a bit. Right. Yeah, I remember, uh, Malin, you sort of... uh, uh, sort of following Laura Prepon around all night, <laughs> just trying to get in with her. Well, as you guys, I, you guys all know, when I see a fellow redheaded actor, I always mm-hmm. want to connect because think about it, we're going out for the same parts all the time. I mean, Laura and I were in competition, and so seeing I, each other in waiting rooms. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so I, yeah, I hope I didn't come on too strong. I'm sure I did. I, how many parties do I look back on it and say, Mom, I wish you had stayed away from the other redheads a bit more, but. <laughs> You weren't coming on as strong as Kelly's husband, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Okay, well, that's, you know, it it was a tough time for us as a couple because there were, discussed this on the podcast before, so regular listeners, you can hit the 15 second button and just skip past this, but I I was pretending for a good while that I was not married and, you know, to increase my desirability to producers, casting people, directors, right? If they think they have a shot, you're more likely to get in the room. Mm-hmm. So my husband was there that night, not really as my husband, but, uh, you yeah. know, sort of as a guy who was driving me to and from. And so, mm-hmm. and so I think, you know, he yeah. was feeling a, a certain type of way about that. And yeah, sure. He came on to Laura Prepon. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. kept screaming at Wilmer, I'm single, I'm single. And mm-hmm. your husband just kept pushing you in that pool <laughs> every time you yelled <laughs> yeah, that. So yeah. got drenched, drenched yeah. by the end of the there were some younger girls there that I think had caught his eye. So it wasn't anything personal, Kelly. It's just your age, you know. I think of my age now as a, an asset. I'm so much wiser than I was at that time in my life. And um, I look back, I'm like, oh, I was a child. And he was, you know, he was sort of running after women who were even younger than me, which really, oof. Yeah. Anyway, I don't need to get into all that, but not a shining moment for our relationship. Mm-hmm. No, but you guys are doing great now. And so, Jack, I have to ask, then, did you end up having to read for Diana or did you just get the job like that after the conversation at the party? No, I just got the job. You know, I went wow. home. They said, um, we're going to have you read. And then um, and then there was some kind of scuffle on the other end of the phone call. Um, and mm. and then they said, you got it. You got it. And I was at home at the time. And that was it. It was that oh, simple. Amazing. That's so great. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go ahead maybe and read the synopsis of the episode so we don't get ahead of ourselves, if that's okay. Let's do it. Just to remind listeners what what we're discussing today. Mm -hmm. So this is season two, episode nine. A gay couple rides the bus downtown to a protest, and their signs offend some of the regular riders. Meanwhile, Frankie's worried about an upcoming math test. So, gay couple... That's mm-hmm. certainly ringing some bells for you, <laughs> ding, Jack. Ding, ding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this was, a, I mean, did you know at the time, did you have a sense of the cultural impact that this episode would have? You know, I uh, had a feeling, you know, you always have that feeling, that gut feeling, that actor's instinct that, you know, when I got that script, you know, at that party, uh, you know, that this was going to be sort of a game changer culturally for this country. Mm-hmm. But I never knew to the extent that it would sort of, change the course of, you know, um, the cultural conversation around gay rights and Mm -hmm. all of that, you know? So, um, so yes and no, I knew, but I didn't know how big. Yeah. Yeah. How about, how about y'all? I mean, I mean, you must've seen that script and been like, Oh no. I was shocked. I was shocked. We were going there really. Mm -hmm. I I was worried, frankly. Yeah. I mean, cause you just never know. 
Because I don't even know, Kelly, remind me, had we even seen a straight kiss on this show yet? Because Tom and Lily were not together yet. Maybe we had seen between Lily and her fiancé, like a peck or something. A peck, but nothing, certainly nothing Mm -hmm. essential is what you shared with, I don't know how it's taken us this long into the episode (laughs) to mention your your scene partner, John Hamm. John Hamm. John Hamm. Pre-Mad Men fame, and here he is playing your scene partner on this bus, and you're playing a gay couple on the way to a protest, and you share a very steamy kiss in front of all of the riders, and... Mm -hmm. I would like to believe that the writers of the episode were, you know, doing a commentary on the way that the real world would have received that rather than a a reflection of how they actually felt. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we weren't we were playing people who weren't amazing about it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was really hard. And um, and I know that they forced you to ad lib a lot of those lines Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, Mm -hmm. take after take. They said, you know, meaner, louder. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. So in a way, I was actually glad that you were straight. You and John, because because then we weren't hurting real gay people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that was important for mm-hmm. the creators to bring in two straight people because I do think it adds a sort of texture to the role, another layer, you know, where it's like we know what right. it feels like to have those feelings about mm-hmm. hating gay people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right. You, you know, you can't help that. It's a society that we're raised in, so... I think we were able to take that in and use it and know where you all were coming from and have a lot more empathy for your characters, in fact, um, which I think was really helpful. I think you're so right. It is so important that actual gay people weren't harmed in the filming of this episode, so to speak. You know, it's just. And I remember they took they took all the gay people and said they said who's gay, Mm -hmm. and then they sort of you know rounded them up and said, okay, we're gonna put you in this room because. Because this is about to happen. Right. Yeah. yeah. Our makeup yep. artist, Kevin Concealer. Gosh, oh, countless yeah. others. They, he, you kicking know. and screaming. They dragged his, him away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was well, funny. he wanted to see you guys kiss. And can you blame him? I mean. <laughs> you know, we were in the, we were in hair and makeup and he kept saying, you have to kiss right now because the makeup is going to look different during the kiss. So I have to know what that looks like. And, you oh. know, and, and we did it and we, and we kissed for him, you know, and that, and that took 30 minutes or something. Oh, oh wow. my goodness. Just yeah. 30 minutes of off-camera kissing. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? We we you know, we're actors, so we right. sort of um imagined a camera and it came pretty easily after that. But yeah. um yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of I say a lot of um Bert's bees got uh went through that day. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, so do you do you keep in touch with John Ham? Is he a, still a friend of yours? You know, I do. Well, you know, I send emails, I send texts. Um I haven't heard from him um since the show, but um I think that's keeping in touch, right? He certainly knows what I'm up to, you know. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I haven't. And I certainly know what he's up to because, you know, I, I read about it. Hard to so, avoid. <laughs> right. So I feel like, yeah, we, we both know what's going on in each other's lives. So I think it's a really special connection that we have had and still have. Yeah. That's so great because too yeah. often you end a job and just never see the people again. And it's like we get so close. You're literally making out for, you know, an hour of time and then never again. So I'm glad that's yeah. not happened to you guys. Yeah. 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 I think we, we share we share a real a good bond, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm remembering correctly, you won a GLAAD award for the portrayal of this gay character. You got me. Uh, yeah, I did. Want we a have GLAAD a award. GLAAD award winner on wow. this podcast. Our first, hopefully of many. Yeah. 
You know, um, I've won a few awards um, over the years for my um, gay roles. Uh, the GLAD Award was obviously huge. Um, I also mm-hmm. have a queer tee. I have an HRC um, award. Oh, that's uh, a big one. Wow. Yeah, that's a really big one. I went to D.C. for that one. Um, mm. And I have, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the website AfterEllen.com, mm-hmm. but they've they've certainly given me a few awards over the years. And those ones are really special because those are from the fans. Those are like a people's choice kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from queer fans who were ravenous for your portrayal of a, Absol- a gay characters. Oh my god. I mean, they really ate it up. I mean, if you google my name, John Ham's name, uh, and you uh, put it in quotes or put the little and in between it, you're going to find a lot of um, images that are <laughs> borderline disturbing and you're going to find a lot of fan fiction, you know. They they those people can't seem to let that relationship go. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So maybe that's what we haven't been searching, Mullen, on the fan fiction sites to find the writing around stuff. We're not we're not uh, using the, the character tags properly because oh. there's a lot out there about you two. Huh? Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There is a lot, you know, it's sort of alternate universe kind of stuff where we're still on the bus. Mm-hmm. You know, they sort of fold us into being more like main <gasps> stars, which I'm like, this is I mean, they should have been writers on the show. Right. Bring us back. Yeah. Fold us into that cast. You know, that would have been incredible. Um, I would have loved that. Yeah, it's honestly Mm kind of weird. We went so deep with these two characters in this episode Mm -hmm. and then never saw them again. Right. I always thought, you know, is this a backdoor pilot? Is this a backdoor pilot? I kept kept going around. I kept saying, who who can I talk to about this? Is this a backdoor pilot? Uh, And they said, no, your character is dead by the end of the episode. How could Mm -hmm. it be? And I... Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought, well, there's ways around that movie magic, you know. And it's happened before, right? It's happened before. <laughs> We've seen people die and come back, you know. Right. You ever watch Grey's Dream. Anatomy, you know? Grey's Anatomy. I um, never have, but. Who Shot JR? That's a famous one. Mm-hmm. You know, Dream totally. Sequence. Um, all those Marvel movies, you know. Yeah. Spider Man, he did that in, um, I mean, spoiler, in uh, End, Endgame. Was that, was it called that? It was Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he died in the previous one and came back. So, you know, do wow. an Endgame, riding around Endgame. Think about that. Uh, yeah. Are you, are you listening, Hollywood? Are you listening, Tova? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, Mullen, have you heard anything back from. Our friend Tova Biddle, de- development wonderkind. No, no, not yet. But we are Ooh. fully into the holiday season at this point. I mean, it's November, so um, I still haven't sent my well-timed follow-up. But um, d- don't worry, listeners. I will let you guys know when I Good. do. And I'm sure I'll be hearing back, you know, the following day or something. You know what? Actually, that's going on my agenda for today. I'm doing that today. I'm, I'm drafting it at least. And Kelly, if you wouldn't mind, I'd love a read on it before I send. Happy to put eyes on it. I'll, although I will say you are, you of the two of us, you are the writer. So I won't have much <laughs> feedback. Oh, that's sweet of you. That's sweet of you. But you're good at finding typos. So we all have value. That's so true. Now, listen, I don't want to get too hung up on this uh, gay kiss with John Hamm, but I just got to ask, was he a good kisser? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a really good kisser. There was a lot of tongue. He's got a real thick tongue. And um, Mm. I like that. That's something that I really can appreciate. You know, it was a very masculine kiss. Um, I've certainly had plenty of those on screen. And I would say, 
Yeah, I would say top three um, kisses. Of all gender kisses or of, of just gay kisses? kisses? Wow. Of all gender kisses in my life. Well, now yeah. I have to ask who else is rounding out that top three. Sure. Because you've kissed some big names in yeah. your career. Yes. Uh, well, a gentleman never kisses and tells, but mm. I'll make an exception for you too, <laughs> <laughs> and all the listeners. Oh, Jack, thank you. I will say number two was Dennis Quaid, um, and oh. we were sort of doing a production of Far From Heaven um, in Chicago. We sort of did a stage adaptation of that, mm. um, and I played his lover in that. Wow. And then... Number one, I gotta give it to my girl Kate McKinnon. Uh, I was on the Big Gay Sketch Show season one, and she was playing a little boy, a little mm-hmm. uh, sort of British little boy. I kind of forget the character's name at the moment. And I played a sort of a Santa Claus character, and we kissed uh, in the sketch. It was a, it got a really big applause break, and you know it, it it was a good kiss. It was a great kiss. So those are my wow. top three. Kate is number one. And that's funny because she's gay too. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that so strange how that works out? A gay woman playing a gay little boy kissing a gay Santa Claus played by a straight man. That is, gosh. And that's Hollywood, you know? That is Hollywood. You don't have to play yourself. I prefer to because it's easier, but you Mm -hmm. don't have to. And that's so cool. Right. The thing about acting is we're always playing ourselves and we're playing someone else. You know, there's the mask. Mm. Right. That's so true. Now, are you like a trained actor then, Jack? Because that was an acting lesson right there. You know, I studied political science in college and I came to L.A. because I thought, you know, politics, while certainly is a career path, it wasn't enough for me. So I came to L.A. with no training, um, immediately started going to parties, booking roles, small queer roles. And then I started taking acting lessons. So at this point, I've been through four different conservatories and have a lot of certificates on the wall not this wall but you know right because i don't see any okay yeah (laughs) another wall wow yeah wow so when you say going to parties tell me who are the people you're obviously you know at a brian singer party Mm -hmm. you're but have you ever crossed paths with ryan murphy for example sure ryan murphy uh, Kevin Spacey, um, all the greats, mm, yeah. uh, all of our great uh, queer uh, Hollywood people. Uh, Ryan Murphy is a great guy. He's a really great guy. I'm not quite his type, no matter how much say, I hit the gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he keeps telling me that. I say, <laughs> put me on Dahmer. Put me on American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be eaten. I'll be, I'll eat. I'll be eaten. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, get the, uh, spiked you know if, i don't know if you ever saw american horror story hotel but i'll get the spiked dildo up my yeah. ass um oh. unfortunately that went to the guy from new girl max greenfield is that his name that is yeah, his I name think it is. Um, Gosh. yeah he got a spiked dildo up his ass in american wow. horror story and that was hotel. lady gaga doing it or am i misremembering well, you're a little bit misremembering lady <laughs> gaga was in hotel um but i believe uh, that might have been Matt Bomer doing. The, mm, okay, so the she static. wasn't the one doing the spiking. Okay. No, 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 no. That was later. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, that part was given to another incredible straight actor playing queer. Um, but, you know, hopefully one day Ryan Murphy will let me get 
brutally murdered on one of his shows. <laughs> oh, fingers yeah. crossed. You're so talented, yeah. Jack. It's got to happen sooner or later. Thank and, you. And I just want to say, if you are if you ever need a sort of, you know, wing woman at these parties, give me a shout. And, and Kelly, and Kelly's in town. Um, we could both go and probably, I don't know, we can go do our, you know, because Ryan likes his his women actor. He's got, he's got his favorites, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I would not say no to being in that group of esteemed actors. Certainly not. And there is context for it because Sarah Paulson, one of Ryan's favorite women mm-hmm. was on an episode of riding around. So that's your entry point to the conversation right there. And we're happy yes. to broker that for you. Wow. Totally. That would be great. I think, um, you know, two hags following me around at the party. That's what they, that's what they call them. <laughs> oh, hags. okay. So you're not, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm not right, saying no. that. Right. No. Oh, good. Uh, okay. That's what Ryan would say, you know, um, th- there's another word that goes before that, but, um, yeah, we all know. Like I'll, I'll, I'll dig okay. myself deeper into a hole by saying that. <laughs> sure. So I'll just say the word hags again. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that mm-hmm. I think would be probably pretty incredible. He would love that. Yeah. I think he's, um, especially older women, I mean, he's, you know, crazy for him. Yeah. Okay, so so maybe in a few years then he would be into us. Right, I guess I'm not quite the right age. Yeah, I don't Kathy know if Bates we're yet. We'd yeah. be considered older yet, but, um, but well, noted. Well, we had a listener question for you, Jack, and I hope this isn't too sensitive, but Brad from New Paltz wanted to know, do you regret not giving a gay actor a chance to play that role? Mm-hmm. And we've kind of discussed this a little bit, I suppose, already. And I think it was nice that no gay actors had to be offended on set. But I guess when we're looking at the context of you winning an award for this, was that an opportunity for a gay actor to be elevated, you know, to that next step in their career? How do you feel about that? You know, that's a really tricky question. It's one that I get asked often. My wife is constantly asking me that question. And, you know, I have a few things to say about that. I did address in my glad acceptance speech. Um, oh, so I haven't had a chance to watch that. Is there? Is that on YouTube somewhere for, for folks uh, to I'll check out? I'll send you the video file. I'll send you the video file. Uh, oh, great. I have it. It's, it's, uh, film, it was filmed on a camcorder at the time. Oh, um, sure. My wow. wife was in the back. They put her in the way back. <laughs> so it's hard to see. It's me. It's hard to hear it. And um, you got a few uh, queens popping off on either side of her. So it's, 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 it's hard to hear the audio That's fun. A bit, popping but, off with you know. excitement at seeing you up yeah. there, I hope. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Saying, you know, like, show it to us, pull it out. Yeah. Oh, boy. We've seen John's. Now let's see yours. Uh. <laughs> I said, I'll wear gray, gray sweatpants like John. That's as far as I'll go. Right. Um, but I think, you know, it is just at the end of the day, the best actor gets the role. And it's as simple as that. Right. Mm-hmm, totally. We're here to make movie magic, you know, TV magic. Uh, it's like it's like kind of a movie. Um, and we want the best. Right. Yeah. Why would we settle for second best just to check a box to check a box? Exactly. Right. Why don't we check the box that is the best? Right? Talent. Yeah. Totally. Talent. That is the number one box. I'm sure there were gay actors at that Brian Singer party, and they didn't book the part that day. They just didn't. There were a lot of gay actors at that party. And, you know, I will say it's a, there's a long tradition mm-hmm. of, you know, straight men playing gay male roles. And I think uh, it's kind of sad to turn our back on that tradition, mm-hmm. you know? Right. You don't get a Brokeback Mountain 
if yeah. you're oh, so, yeah. true. so obsessed with casting gay actors, you don't yeah. get a... You don't get a birdcage. A birdcage. Mm, fabulous. How sad would that be? A Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? You know, some of our best, most beloved gay movies we mm-hmm. wouldn't have. Carol? Yeah. Carol. Not oh, my God, I forgot films, about women. Yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, open that door and see what pops out, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Monster, heard of Ammonite, it? Ammonite, the world Ammonite. to come. Yeah. Tell it to and the And these bees. are new ones, and that's mm-hmm. the thing, because that conversation was happening then, and people were hard on me then, but how about now, mm-hmm. right? Right. Okay? And so stop, and so get off my back, okay? Mm-hmm. Whoever asked that question, and my wife, get off my back. Brad from New Paltz. Right, right. Well, thank you, Brad from New Paltz, for the question. I hope you you have your answer, and it's no. (laughs) He doesn't regret it, and nor should he. And next time, email Kate Blanchett and give her that attitude and see what she does. Because I'm telling you, I've seen it happen before. She'll hit you. And that I've seen. Oh, you've seen that? Wow. Yeah. I had never heard that. I feel like, you know, you know, you've, there are those Hollywood figures who you have heard those sort of shadowy stories about, but Kate Blanchett, I I did, had no idea. No, I've seen her hit a small child. Oh, wow. Well, I hate hearing that. Well, I mean, but here's the thing is that what we're talking about is that the small child deserved it. The small child popped off. (sighs) Right. And when you're good, you're good. And talent is is sort of the bottom line. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, body too you know physical looks i would Mm -hmm. say is the second box Mm -hmm. so talent physical looks right and then are you serving body yeah and where would you put face on that so is is that sort of subcategory of of looks i guess or where are we going body then face or face then body what do you think well i think it depends on the part but i think always body 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 um but serving face cannot be (laughs) overlooked so i will say you know if you're wearing a mask then yeah it's body if you're being shot in close up and we you know you're sort of a sort of a head in a box it's kind of like a horror kind of thing then Mm -hmm. certainly face would override that and i just have to say all these terms that you're throwing out i mean it's so clear you've done your research right you have worked so hard to familiarize yourself with the gay community so that you can play these roles with accuracy. And I think they should feel Mm. grateful for that. Totally. I read that when you were preparing for this role, you were attending drag shows once a month, just leading up to this one TV appearance you're doing that kind of research. Yeah, I was going to drag shows once a month. Every Sunday I would step away from my wife. She would head over to church and I would say, and I'm going to church too, the Mm -hmm. church of good acting. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I would go to, uh, you know, all sorts of uh, West Hollywood locations and really do my research, you know. And the interesting thing about that is that, you know, the drag shows really weren't the scene, right? Because I wasn't playing a drag queen ever. I would love to. No, you're playing a very ordinary citizen. Yeah. So most of the time I would spend in the bathroom, um, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of doing that little toe tap under the stall. And then you can imagine from there, I can't, my wife won't want me to talk about that <laughs> no, of course on not. air. Ugh, but that is just <laughs> commitment to craft. Yeah. I mean. And John was doing it too. John was doing it too. He was going around West Hollywood wearing those gray sweatpants. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you're doing yeah. that, it's like you can't even, you can't it's even open season. Of you. It's yeah. open right. season. Right, yeah. right, right. And this is so great too, because I mean, RuPaul's Drag Race wouldn't even premiere for another few years. So that's just yeah. how. I guess, on the vanguard of Mm -hmm. gay culture you were at the time. You were probably seeing those queens before they were, you know, stars. Oh, absolutely. 
in some ways I do feel more queer than most gay men. So um, it's not always about, you know, mm-hmm. who's, you know, thing you got in what thing you mm-hmm. got. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just about the work you put into it. And I will say, yeah. and that was in my HRC uh, award um, speech. It's about oh, the work. Send that, send that to us too, would you? I do not have video footage of that. My wife um, got her camcorder removed from her at the event, oh. uh, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, she was getting close-ups on one too many uh, undercover politicians, let's say. Did your wife watch the show? She's never seen the show. She's never seen the episode. Um, she said, that's not for me, you know, and she used stronger words than that. A lot of the words that you were all shouting um, in that ad lib scene. Um, So, you know, not for her. And I think the stink of that episode sort of rotted the rest of the series for her. The stink of that. I mean, I think this is an excellent episode of television. And again, just really catapulted us into the front of the conversation about marriage equality that would not ultimately happen until years and years later. You I know. know. Remember, we all made those It Gets Better videos. Oh, my gosh. I had completely forgotten about I wonder if we could. I'm going to go take a look at some old hard drives and see if I can find my old It Gets Better video, because I think yeah. that would be such a nice thing to pull out because it's still, you know, you have these don't say gay bills in Florida. It's mm-hmm. still not an easy time to be a gay kid right now. And and Absolutely. I really think that our, our gay fans could use our help. Yeah, they could look up to us. Yeah. It's so important for straight people to put their their bodies on the line in these situations, I feel, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in this case, I'm not able or willing to attend a protest necessarily, but will I make a video telling them that their life probably will get better, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it takes takes five minutes and you can really get a lot of views on that. Who was that little Darren Chris? Remember mm-hmm. he uh, oh, yeah. he did that. He put the tape over his mouth and wrote mm-hmm. no hate when that prop eight was happening. Yeah. That and was we all brave. did that. We did that big photo shoot. We did shoot. that. Yeah. 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 Where are those photos? Because I never, I never saw the end result of that. We should track those down, put them on mm-hmm. the Instagram. We could probably Photoshop them or something like that to um, say gay or... You know, something something quick. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've always thought, though, that the most important gay issue is marriage equality. So mm-hmm. maybe we just keep it to that. Yeah, I would agree. I think it, it really does make them human, right? The, the mm-hmm. fact that there is this desire to get married and to form these partnerships, these mm-hmm. long-lasting partnerships. They're just like us. Yeah, and it's a party. Well, before we wrap up today, Jack, I did want to ask, you mentioned earlier, but your character actually dies at the end of this episode we Mm -hmm. really skated past that yeah sorry and i've never played someone who died can you talk to us about that yeah well i would say the hardest part about playing someone who dies is the sort of uh eight hour process of getting the plastic mold made of your head so that Mm. when it gets crushed under the bus wheel it looks real Right. So sitting there with the straws out your nose, um, Mm. just thinking this is this is it. They're making the head that they're going to fill with that red jelly and squish it right under that bus wheel. Um, So that was tough. So the actual death scene, you know, it wasn't even me. That's the interesting part. So but watching yourself, right, watching that head that was made of your head, you know, sort of explode. Oh, I see why it's so hard for your wife to watch that. I mean, no, that she's okay with because I've done other movies and things where I die and she's a big fan, big fan. Oh, okay. Okay. It is, it is, it is about the kiss. 
Okay. I will say that's important, right? Because yeah. we show the good, the kiss, mm-hmm. we show the bad, the hateful words you said, and my head exploding under a bus wheel. Mm-hmm. And that sort of really mm-hmm. gives us the full queer experience. You really have it all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to say something that will get me in trouble, but sex mm-hmm. is such a huge, important sort of central part of the gay experience, the gay male experience in particular, Absolutely. from my understanding that, yeah, you really have the full spectrum of the gay experience. As you said, yeah. you have the kiss, the very sensual, and then the pain and the, the torment, and then mm-hmm. the death. It's really, I mean, our writers were so good. They were so good. Not a gay one among them, but they no. knew that. Mm-hmm. Right. They yeah. knew we're not gay. So let's try really hard. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I think that and so you can't fault any. Maybe they got some things wrong. I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. But they tried so hard. Thought. They really, really put an effort into this episode. And I think I hope that that shows. And I think it was so savvy of them and smart and beautiful for them to, you know, keep mentioning this protest. We're on the way to the protest. And mm-hmm. they and they sort of really side skirted, you know, what the protest was. So it's sort of evergreen, right? Yeah. Sort of just like the protest was politic. I remember we had those signs, you know, that said, yeah, stop hate. Stop they hate. Said, they said he's what he's saying is wrong. In your mind, mm-hmm. what was the protest you were attending? Just it, as an actor writing a backstory for yourself. Oh, sure. I would say I don't write backstories for myself. For me, okay. it is all about mm-hmm. living in the moment, you know. But if I if you put me on the spot right now, which you are, I would say that the protest was probably, let's say, 2006. I would say having gays in the military but higher up having more gays Mm -hmm. in the military higher up because i think at the time we were involved in two land wars maybe and yeah um, george w bush was president so we weren't seeing a lot of gay men higher up i remember we had that um woman at abu Ghraib, and she (laughs) felt queer maybe but yeah yeah, yeah. But I wasn't seeing the men. So I, I think that might have been the pro- I think those two men, you know, that John and I played who were who weren't giving character names, by the way, um, I feel like they <laughs> would have been passionate about that. Right. Higher right. up gays in the military, making decisions about who to kill. Right. And where and why. Now, that is shocking to me to hear that a character with your impact was not given a name on the script. And that com- I completely forgot because, you know, when I read a script, I'm sort of like, I'm Jackie, 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 where is it? Mm-hmm. Wish there was more always. Your character is just not. Do you remember what it said? Yeah, it's a gay one, gay two. I was gay oh. one. So that was a little boost to my ego. <laughs> right. If I recall correctly, the writers kept pitching names and um, someone from above kept coming down saying, absolutely not. That is beyond offensive. So I think at the end of the day, they just had to scrap it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Gosh. And again, thankful that it was two straight actors experiencing this and not gay people, right? Well, and if you think about it too, if you name them, it almost becomes a more specific person. So this way, any gay person, gay man at least, watching this can be like, that is me. So even if someone's a different race, they're seeing two white gay men, they can still be, but gay one, gay two, they're never named. So it could be me that I'm watching Mm -hmm. on TV. It's the everyman. Yes. That is actually really beautiful. 
think that is really important, really incredible. I think, yeah, any I would I would even expand to any queer person could probably see themselves oh, in sure. those two gay men, those sure. two white gay men, those two mask white cis gay men, both over yeah. six feet tall. Yeah, both I think over six feet mm-hmm. tall and incredibly handsome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chiseled, yeah. serving face and body. <laughs> Listen to you, gay yeah. icon, Molly Mueller yes. Hogan. Yes, hag. <laughs> <laughs> Well, gosh, Jack, it has just been such a pleasure. If, so as they will, our listeners want more of Jacqueline Bissett, where can they find you? They can find me on IMDb. <laughs> All my projects are listed there. And then, you know, you can go to, you can Google any of those projects. You can go to justwatch.com and it'll tell you where that's streaming if it costs any money. Um, you know, that website's a real godsend for talents like ours. Well, and if I could just shout out the gay holiday rom-com that you did last mm. year, uh, I loved Hallmark. it. Gosh, so cute. Gay for the holidays. Yes. yes. Highly recommend to anyone wanting to get into the holiday spirit and watch a little bit of a different one, you know? Yeah, that was really fun, you know, sort of playing the big city gay who, you know, is a bartender at the cock, has to come home (laughs) for the holidays and is sort of swept off his feet by an incredibly handsome six foot six man. Mm -hmm. Farmhand, if I remember, right? It's a very rural town. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, that sleigh ride um, got quite steamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, see me as they let these things get on the Hallmark Channel. Wow, yeah. <laughs> and um, Clay Aiken did the song. Did you recognize that? I love Clay, and I just yeah. always have. What a talent. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I know. He's going to win an election someday. I really just think keeps, he might. If he just keeps running for office. You know, his, his political beliefs and mine aren't so aligned, but mm. do just think of him as such a talented young man. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I I think for me, when it's a celebrity, if it's a, someone in the industry, um, I feel like those values sort they supersede of the, supersede yeah. any mm-hmm. other kind of, of you know, sort of sol- industry solidarity is like really important to me. So, yeah. No, that's so true. I'll, so I'll keep that in mind at the ballot box. Yeah. Dr. Oz. Yeah, sad about him. But hopefully we'll see him on television real soon. Yeah, I think that might not be the last of Dr. Oz. And thank you, Oprah, for bringing him to all of us. Yeah. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Riding Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, ridingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Riding Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.